Welcome to the Friends Friday Fun Podcast. Enjoy fun and amusing ways to nurture relationships with insights on improving vision for a brighter future, expanding value with gained wisdom and increased vitality through legacy living. Live your best life now with our host, the dancing motivator, Penny Lee Prevost. Thank you so much, Carl, for that amazing introduction and welcome to Friends Friday Fun Podcast. Today, I have a special guest with me. This is actually somebody that is a relatively new friend to me. We met just in the fall of this past year, and she's one of my NIA students, so that's even more exciting because I have an opportunity to get to know her a little bit better. And Julie Chalin is a retired teacher and principal. She retired a few years ago from a challenging and fulfilling career as a high school principal. With her husband of 33 years, Julie enjoys blogging, producing videos, and online courses about minimalism and decluttering to reach those wanting to explore living more with less. She holds a PhD in education from the University of Ottawa and enjoys playing pickleball, gardening, and cooking. And I have to throw in Nia. (laughs) She has recently been registered as a wedding officiant at All Seasons Weddings as well. So I'm very happy to have Julie here with me. So welcome and uh, thank you so much for investing your time with me today. Well, thank you, Penny, for the invitation. I appreciate it. You're very welcome. Today, I wanted to have a conversation about commitment. And I talk about uh, what I call the four C's for success. And commitment, I believe, is really the first C. You have to prioritize and commit to yourself, number one. And then, of course, making commitments to help you to improve your life, improve yourself, because life is really an ongoing journey of learning and discovery. On our podcast here, I try my best to help people to understand the simple things that make a difference and help them become great human beings. So that's why you're here today to help us understand a little bit more about commitment and commitment to improving our surroundings, I'll say. So tell me, Julie, a little bit about your thoughts on commitment and what it is that you help people with. Thank you, Penny. Um, I think for us, commitment is, first of all, a commitment to each other, as in into an idea, to a project. It's saying we're going to do this and making sure that we put the steps together so that it actually happens. Uh, You mentioned that we were newly retired and sometime before we retired, we decided we wanted to do a project together. We had, me and my husband had never worked together, really. We had two different (laughs) lives, really, work lives. And uh, we came up with this project and a bit of the discussion, or it's actually a lot of the discussion is, okay, if we get into this, Uh, We're doing it for real. We're doing it for a long time. We are committing to doing uh, the blog regularly. And we didn't completely understand what that meant uh, and what life can throw at you. But it's definitely been um, a learning curve, (laughs) not only for, for what we learned, but the commitment part, because things happen. 
And Absolutely. And on one of my episodes, actually, I had a guest that was talking about walking the Camino de Santiago. And she was explaining that sometimes there's a fork in the road. And that could be a hurdle that we come across. And we have to modify things and recommit recommit to the plan to continue to move forward, perhaps in a different direction or, you know, taking time to learn something so that you can continue on your path. So a commitment to follow through, I think is the most important thing, but also committing to yourself to understand that there are also going to be hurdles, challenges, things that get in our way that require us to reevaluate and then maybe tweak things, but then get back on path and commit to follow through and continue on that path. And in that way, I think we were quite reasonable in challenging ourselves in little spaces to start with. At first it was, we are going to publish once a week. And I look back on when we were publishing and it was shorter pieces and that was fine. We've managed Penny within the last three years to actually never miss one week. Beautiful. And and that's been done with me being hospitalized for a week with all sorts of things happening, but we learned from that. And one of the things that we had already put in place were some safeguards in case something happened. So we already have pieces that are written ahead that are programmed that we can just play, (laughs) put send so that they're on if, something does happen that way. So that was very good. And when we got the right pace, and we figured, you know, we've got this, we've got this, we decided to add a bit more challenge, some learning with the video. So that was, there's a lot to learn with videos, and not just filming, that's, that's actually the ideas in filming is the the easy part. It's all the uh, structure, the infrastructure that you need to put together, understand, and uh, deal with, because it's not about you. It's about the internet and how people interact with it, how they find you, how they challenge you, how they question yes. you. So all of that is uh, part of the challenge. So that was our second step. And we figure, okay, we've got this going. And we finally added some uh, two online courses to, to help our people go further in their dedication or their learning. So I think we, we're probably at where we want to be right now in our commitment because there's a lot going on, but we have a pace and we can do it. And we're still feeling retired. So I think that's part of it. We don't want to lose that retirement feeling. Absolutely. And I think I love the fact that you mentioned you take it little bite sizes, little step by step, because that's also what we teach at Graduate Thrivers is to learn how to change habits And changing habits is not something that you can will yourself to do. It's really about making a commitment to doing something in a different way, consistently, little by little. And over time, the accumulation helps you to create that new habit that you're comfortable with. So I love that you said that. And now you are teaching people about decluttering and living as a minimalist. I'm thinking is what you're after, but teaching people how to let go of stuff and be able to live with less. And like you say, live more with less. I like that too. So tell me a little bit about 
you know, your experience in doing this and helping other people? Well, we first started, I think, we see a life inspired by minimalism because everybody has their idea and their different degrees of what minimalism is for me might not be the same thing as whoever's living in a van or, you know, whatever. I think it's just finding what is the least you can live with that still makes you feel comfortable and uh, find what's important for you. So what's important for me might not be the same thing for you. And uh, for example, we have two cars. People will say, what? Two cars? Ah, How can you be minimalist and have two cars? Well, reality is we live out in the country. We both have commitments elsewhere. This is for us important because it makes us uh, realize the goals we want to do. But, you know, we might not do other stuff. The idea is the less you're spending on things that are not important, more you have to actually put your money, your time, your, your emotions towards things that are important and that make a difference. And I think that might be the discovery most people are finding that when they are starting to let go of stuff, they create space, space in their calendars, space in their house, space in their relationships. And everybody's winning that way. You are creating a life that looks more like your values, more like what you enjoy, what you want to work with. And I think it's positive. And once you start, you want to go more, you want to go a bit deeper, because you're finding that was important to me last week. But you know what, I'm realizing now that maybe I can let go of that. I absolutely love how you shared about perspective, because really, we all come from different backgrounds and what's important or how you see something can be different than the next person because of their life experiences and what their values are and what's important to them. So thank you for sharing that. That was fantastic. And I love that. Now, I am going to be writing for your blog, which I think it's very exciting. And it's going to come out next week. I am working towards making sure that I provide you with something that is great, but also uh, you are moving me out of my comfort zone because it's a French blog and I have been writing uh, for just over two years in a magazine in English about my fitness practice. So it's, (laughs) it's going to be, it's going to be good to push me out of my comfort zone. And and I think we need those nudges every now and then to help us realize that we have a lot more to offer than we sometimes believe. And we are capable of doing things that are outside of our comfort zone. So thank you for that. And in a way, because you committed to writing this article, you will be doing it. You, Like you said, you are engaging in something that you might not have considered before. And I think commitment does that. It forces you to go out outside, to go out of your zone, to think differently or to adopt a different perspective because you feel you need to, you have committed to something and it doesn't matter what obstacles come forward. You know, you need to go beyond them. And sometimes you mentioned it might be a different pathway, but you're still committed to it. And if you don't lose that point of view, then you're definitely making it. I think it's Henry Ford that said obstacles are things you you start to see when you lose your objective. And Very true. Yeah. Makes sense. Absolutely. Yeah. Sure does. All right. Well, thank you for that. And I have 
a question for you from our positive attitude zone talk cards. And I know that at my classes, I ask a question every class that I do. And I really love these positive attitude zone talk cards because I really believe that it helps people to understand other people's perspectives and uh, gives you an opportunity to have meaningful conversations. So they're used in a variety of different ways. This is your question today. It's from the uh, pink category. So there's five different categories and 10 questions per category. And I've done a question every week since I started the podcast in May. So the pink category is reflective thinking. And the question that you have is if you could change one thing about today, what would it be? Hmm. Um, (laughs) I think probably giving, if I could change one thing, is to allow people to open up, open up to experiences, open up to others, open up to new thoughts, to new ideals. Because I think those are all things that eventually make for a better world, better connectivity. It allows some healing, it avoids lots of miscommunications, just to be open. Yeah, I think that's the one thing if I could change, I guess it's not necessarily today, but isn't today as in for a long time. Yeah, I love I love how you said open up, because I agree. I think many people are set in their ways and believe that this is all there is. And when you open your mind up and your heart up to receive so many different things can come your way and and life can be so different and so full of amazing experiences that if you're not open to trying new things or open to receiving that's another big challenge for people is to be able to receive ideas and receive help to allow them to experience things in a different way. So thank you for sharing that. That's really good. All right. So now you get to pick a question for our next episode. So give me a number between one and nine. Seven. What will you do better tomorrow? So that's the question that Liz will be answering for us on our next episode. It'll be interesting to uh, find out from her because uh, she too is very open-minded. So we're always learning new things. And she is a a sponge for knowledge. She absolutely loves learning all kinds of things. And I'm a doer. I like to go out and do and learn through my experiences. (laughs) (laughs) It's just making me think when you're saying that the more you learn, the more you realize that you actually don't know all that much. And there's so much more to learn. (laughs) Absolutely. And I think the more mistakes you make, the more opportunity you have to learn. True, true, true. Alrighty. So it's on our podcast. We always like to help people finish up their week in a fun way. Again, I did not know this. I went and looked up the definition of fun. And I discovered that the verb for fun is joke 
Ortiz. So that's why I have my guests bring a joke to the episode so we can wrap things up in a fun way for our listeners. So you have a joke that you've brought to share with us. Yes, but first I must tell you I'm a horrible joke teller, which is why these are one-liners, so I can actually just read them. My family starts to laugh even before I start to try to tell a joke because I ruin it every time. (laughs) Okay. So I have lines I can read. Perfect. So I have two. So here is this first one. I love the relationship I have with my bed. No commitment, and we sleep together every night. I really like that one. (laughs) It's more like lack of commitment, really. Yeah. (laughs) And I found a darker one. Okay, great. I like sleeping because it's like being dead, but without the commitment. (laughs) Thank goodness for that. I have a friend, I have a friend, Mary, who actually finished the year for us uh, on New Year's. And uh, she's all about helping people to realize that they don't have to wait for their bucket list. And so she's on a mission to spread the word not to die before you're dead. So it reminds me of, of that because really you want to commit to living your life to the fullest. That's the best way to do it and experience lots of different things and learn things and just have Fun. And the whole point to our podcast is to help people to learn how to make friends as adults. And one of those things is make a commitment to engage in your community so that you can meet new people and try new things. And, you know, you, you just don't know where your new friends will take you. And I'm a firm believer that a friend is really a stranger you have not yet met. Makes a lot of sense. Absolutely. And I'll add that friends are not necessarily only people that you physically meet, but there are so many ways to engage in friendships right now. And that's to everybody's benefit, I think. I agree. I think COVID has been very helpful for that to help people realize there's other ways of doing that. Actually, uh, not uh, a few episodes ago, uh, Liz and I talked about our book club, because uh, we decided that we would start a book club so that we could meet and help each other uh, focus on staying positive through the pandemic. And it was really great. You know, it was our own little community that we created and we made a commitment every Friday to review the information. So yeah, there's lots of different ways to become friends or make friends and kids will tell you it's very easy. You just walk up to somebody and say, Hey, you want to be my friend? (laughs) As adults, we seem to make it a big deal. You know, it's not a big deal. Just be super nice, extra nice on Fridays. That's my message to people is try and do something extra special for maybe somebody that you know, that you haven't talked to in a long time, or it could be a total stranger that you just let them in line in the grocery store. And that's a way of becoming a friend as well. You don't have to be best friends with people. It's just about being friendlier. So any last words on commitment, Julie, that you want to leave with the listeners? Um, Sure. When I was talking about commitment was a commitment taken with my husband 
And of course, if you do have a commitment and you have a partner somehow in there, it's very helpful because you, you kind of push each other that way. But there are other ways also to have a, a partner, even if you don't have one. It could be, you mentioned, I think, uh, having a buddy or a accountability buddy or, yeah. or just having somebody that you use as a mentor, you feel responsible. And the commitment, because you say something, because you say you're going to be doing it, it's that much more helpful. So if commitment is difficult, sometimes having somebody there with you enables you to go further. Totally agree. Thank you for sharing that. That's wonderful way to wrap up our episode. And I want to say thank you again for taking the time to join me today. Thank you to all my listeners for tuning in and wrapping up your week with a fun episode with me and Julie today. So thank you again. And I appreciate all of your comments. I'll make sure that in the show notes that you have access to Julie's blog, as well as um, the information to reach out to me would love to have an opportunity to converse with you. It's, uh, it's all about making friends. That's what I'm doing this for. So looking forward to uh, talking to you again on our next episode. Thanks so much and bye for now. Thanks for winding down your week with our Friends Friday Fun Podcast. Penny Lee is looking to make one million friends worldwide. To join her newfound friend fans, fire off an email to hello at pennyleeprevot.com or kick off your shoes and visit the Dancing Motivator Facebook page and drop by her website for more fun ways to live your best life now.